in a wonderful time among us. We just came out of a barrage of impartation from heaven when we received so much impartation last week from Monday to Friday. Really, it spilled over to Saturday, to Sunday, to Monday, to Tuesday. Hallelujah. This week is the week for manifestation. Hallelujah. But I want to say this to you. Recognize that for the next one month, we are looking at the Holy Spirit. Don't look at any other thing but the Holy Spirit. If anyone will speak on this pulpit, it will be about the Holy Spirit. Until we are saturated and fully manifesting the Holy Spirit. So this morning, I want to run you briefly through a little counsel from heaven. In the book of John chapter 14, verse 15 to 18. Shall we read it together, please? Shall we read it together? John 14, 15 to 18. I was going to ask, has that thing frozen? Okay. Because you can't rely on anything human being manufactured, computer. If you write someone in computer and you don't know it in your mind, the day computer fail you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Shall we read that scripture together? If you love me. The next one. Who said it? Now, there is something about the Holy Spirit. Christians on earth should know that the greatest gift you got on earth is the Holy Spirit. We should know that. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit that knows everything. He's the Spirit of God. And Jesus began to tell us here about the Holy Spirit. He began by saying, if you love me, you will keep what my commandment is. Or you will obey my instruction. Don't let's use the word commandment because it may look too spiritual. What you are saying is that if you love me, you will obey my commandment. You will obey my instruction. And then he said, and I will ask the Father. He will send you another counselor. While this statement was categorically addressing the Pentecost, it also reveals to us what is called dictum. The fundamental principle that can attract the Holy Spirit to anybody. And we're going to look at that briefly. Because my message with you today is quite very, very brief. Because I want to pray more. But we have to pray with knowledge. Now, the underlying factor for the Holy Spirit is to obey the command. Now, let's look at the book of Acts. We will come back here. The book of Acts chapter 1. Verse 4. It says, on one occasion, on one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. This is Jesus. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift the Father promised. 
which you have heard me speak about. Give me the King James Version on this, please. What does it say? It says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem. The other translation says, Tarry ye in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Alright? So, if you look at Jesus in that John that we read, go back to your John. He says, if you love me, you will obey what I instruct you. So here, they tarried in Jerusalem because Jesus said to them, wait for the Father's promise in Jerusalem. If you read that Acts down to verse 12 down to the end, the Bible said the disciples waited in Jerusalem and they did not depart until the day of Pentecost. Obey my instruction. If you love me, you will obey what I instruct you. So, anyone who claims to have faith in the Lord can only be established in his claim if he obeys God. Anybody who says, I have faith in Jesus, but you disobey him, you don't really have faith in Jesus. You may have boldness in him, you may have confidence in him, but you don't have faith. Let me help you know this. Jesus says, if you love me, you will obey my instruction. If anybody says, I love God, but you don't even obey his instruction, you don't really love him. No, you are using him. You are looking for a God you can use. But God is looking for a people who can love him. Because he loves us so much. God loves us so much. Now, before I continue, let me help you know this. In your life, what you are today is a result of how you treated your life some days past, some months ago, some years ago. What you are today is a result of your past year. Are we together now? What you do today, therefore, determines what will become of you in the future. Leave Satan aside of the plan. Let me just talk about you and God. God does not violate his command. He said to you that if you love me, the only way you can show that you love me is that you obey my instruction. And let me say this to you. Godly instruction begins from the scriptures to the church. Let me give you an example. In Christ of Tabernacle, God said, meet with me every first, second, third. And he said to us, bring your request to me and check whether I will not do it. That is an instruction. God says, in the book of Acts chapter, chapter, chapter 2 verse 42, he says they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the breaking of bread and to fellowship. And he said they devoted themselves, isn't it, to the apostles' teaching, to breaking of bread and to fellowship. So whatever they are taught, they go home and devote themselves to it. I would get it now. I'm talking about godly instruction that God expects from us. And if we look at verse 44, shall we read that together please? That asks, that is the instruction of Jesus Christ. They share their resources together. Somebody who had help those who do not have. Somebody who is jobless can go to someone who can help him get a job. Somebody who is in a career, who had gone ahead in the career, can look for those who want to enter the career and show them all the pitfalls in the career. And help them with the information that he has so that they are not taking a wrong step. Somebody is using what he has to bless other people. 
that is sharing everything they had in common. He's not talking about sharing money here. He's talking about sharing their values, sharing their, their, their abilities, their grace, looking for someone to help. That is a church. And that is God's people. But look at the next verse. Shall we read it together? Selling all their possessions, goods, they gave to everyone as they had. Now, this, at the beginning of the church, people have to do this because it was the beginning of the church. But they never did this after that. What they did after that was now sharing their resources to help others, using their grace or their resources to help others attain good height. So that not, it's not, no one is selfish there. If you're an engineer, how many engineers have you raised through your engineering among your own members? If you're a medical doctor, how many younger ones have you helped in medical practice? If you're a lawyer, how many ones have you helped into law? If you're a carpenter or a plumber, how many people have you helped to know plumbing and to help succeed in, in that? So, at the beginning, they have to sell properties to bring the money because it takes money to run the church. And the church had just started. It was not existent. They had no place. They had no property. They had no place to, to gather. They, meet, they met in homes. And then there are a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, um, uh, a lot of um, needs that came. And if you look at chapter 6, you will discover that they had widows. They are taking care of real widows. Okay, a true widow you read it through, you know, um, over the past week. In the last two weeks about widows. A true widow is a widow who is not up to the age, who are past the age of marriage and does not have children who are qualified to take care of that widow. And because of that, that widow is isolated. He has no help. She has no help. And such widows, the Bible says that put them in your books and help them. They must not lack fund. The church must take care of them. In every way. And you know, in those days too, there was no social service like we have in England now. So, however, what it means is that now, with the social service, if there is any widow registered in the book of widows, and that widow is such a widow that does not have children who are qualified men who can help them, the church has an obligation to make sure they take care of them. You have groups in the church that will visit the widow who will make them feel okay. Groups in the church that will look after the old people who will help the old people to, to, to feel, you know, they have family. Even if their own family did not come around, nobody is going to go about judging them that, but why did your children not? No, we are their children. We are a family. Somebody wanted to pay school fees, he could not afford it. And somebody in the church pays it off. Those are the kind of things that he's talking about here. He's talking about benevolence here. Are we together now? Somebody who has a problem have a place to come and share his problem. And he will not be validated for saying the truth. I blew my mind up, my life up. I messed up. I can tell you that I did mess my life up. And the least I will expect from you is to mess me up now. I messed my life up. I'm coming to you that I messed my life up. And I wouldn't expect to come and mess it up for me too. I expect you to come and tell me that, okay, don't worry. You know, that is the past. You've gone. Your past, I remember, no more. Show me the book of for Romans chapter 4, verse 7, verse 8, that tells me that, forget about those past. Now, tell me what you want to do now. Somebody who can play the part of Jesus Christ for the saints of God and help them from where they are to where they ought to be. Instead of, you know, judging them and, and validating them and stuff like that. That is the church. That is the instruction of Jesus Christ. It says here, 
Every day they continue to meet. They met in church daily. How many days a week? Every day. How many days a week? Every day. Choir, how many days a week? You know, that's the song you sing. Every day, 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 day. Every day. <laughs> Hallelujah. They, are, they come to church every day. They pray every day. And of course, in CFT church, there's a prayer every day, one hour. One hour, prayer every day. Oh, someone says that is too much. The people we took over from, that's what they did. Are we together now? That's what they did. I'm showing you this for you to understand the result that you can get in just obeying God. When you obey God, God will work on your behalf. You will not sweat and you will succeed. I guarantee you this. You know, many of us love hard labor. Let me tell you, it is the blessings of God that make us rich and has no sorrow. If you love me, you will obey what I say. That's what Jesus said. He said, the, go back to that verse, I haven't finished it. 14, 5, 4, 6, yeah. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple court. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with what? I cannot hear you. Is somebody here? This is where? Cathedral? Ebenezer building? Come on now. How did they eat? So if I don't have grand rice in my house and I knock your door, I just take the ground, I'm gone. This is how I raised this church. Ask from all of them who were with me from the beginning. If any one of us gets to his house and there's no food, he picks his phone and calls anyone. I don't have food in my house. Oh, don't, don't worry. Okay, come over, come on, come down. Before he gets to our house, we have cooked. And he will eat and we'll give him many to take home. That's how CFT started. Are we together? Up till today, <clears throat> my leaders who have been with me all the years, if anybody lie against me anywhere in the world, as concerning assets, I say, Apostle Williams has building here. Apostle Williams has property here. My leaders can tell you that you are foolish. Because they know everything I have, and I know everything they have. I will together now. My account in Nigeria is managed by... My account in Nigeria... All my accounts in Nigeria, he holds it. My personal account. If I die today, I will not go on my way and be saying that, Ah... How will they know that I have this account? Go to Pastor Dapo. Everything that I own in Nigeria, he will tell you as a custodian. And I know what they have to. I'm talking about being God. My card, personal card, I give it to them. Somebody needs money, take, go and take it. This is my PIN number. That PIN number, I'm confident that it cannot go anywhere. That's what happens to us. Yesterday, I was going to buy fuel, and I felt tired, so I told Pastor, Pastor Mabuaba to go with me and help me at the time. He did, and I gave him my card. You know, I give them my card all the time, rather. They go and press the pin there and pay for it. Huh? Not only him, all others. 
That is the church of God. So someone says that you are exposing yourself to danger, a lie. Where the truth is taught, people have the fear of God. And if myself I'm not fraudulent, I cannot reap what I did not sow. I will together now. It says together. You know something? If I have so much mansions and a lot of money somewhere and I'm keeping it from you, the day I die, they will know what I have. Isn't it? At least if you don't know, a lawyer will know. He will write what they call my will. And then they will have to announce it on the day they read the will. And so, if I've been keeping it, one day it shall be what? It will be exposed. I'm talking about the church of God and obeying Christ. You know, don't let the devil hinder you from serving God. The premise of every promise of God is your love for him. And Jesus had defined those classified as his lovers. He said they obey his command. They attended temple daily. Come on, I want to talk more about that. They attended temple daily. You don't have to attend daily, but choir attend every Saturday. Isn't it? Other departments don't. In this church, to join the choir is the most most tasking. You must attend choir practice every Saturday. Isn't it choir? I can't hear you choir. Are you not my weaknesses? Even pastors, we don't meet every Saturday. But these people. Then when you are all sitting down, they are standing there. These people call choir. Yesterday we had a wedding here. They were standing from beginning until I want to preach. While others are sitting down having their cool. Now let me help you know this, therefore. If you have people who are doing that in the church, to come to church for us, to come and pray, Except if your work does not permit you. Because we have some of you here who are medical doctors, who are nurses, who work in, uh, you know, I went to one of your places during the week. My eyes saw. Amen. (laughs) So I said that all the doctors in this church, all uh, nurses, I will be praying serious prayer for them. Because I was in the hospital during this week, just went there to play. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) I went there to play. Let me tell you this. You know, we're talking about Holy Spirit. On Sunday night, I was going to anoint you. And I came down from this altar. And when I came here, the leaders were, I called the leaders. And when I came here, I saw a garment of sorrow. I want you in the video section, the tape of uh, of Sunday last, last, uh, last Sunday night, you must keep it from me. The anointing service, I will play to the church. And I said, a garment of sorrow of my leaders, and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I said that, Lord, I could. I said by my spirit, Father, these are my leaders. Where is this garment of sorrow coming from? I, I rebuke you, and I command to be taken out in the name of Jesus. And I said, Lord, you gave me these ones to follow me in the work you have sent me. I said, because of that, I destroy that power. Okay? I didn't know I was prophesying to myself on Sunday. On Monday, my wife woke up and she could not walk. 
feeling dizzy, vomiting. She could not walk from here to there. Okay? We ended up, of course, the third day in hospital. And we were in the hospital. If we should have called ambulance that day. She would have been there since that day till the end of the week. We went up to the hospital. We were praying, of course, to build the devil. And so I don't even remember what God revealed. Okay? By the Holy Spirit. We called one of the doctors in the church. He's the one who helped and, you know, took her straight to her surgery. Took all the extra necessary. Referred her to the... To St. Mary's, no, St. Um, um, <laughs> what did I just say? I spoke in tongues. All right, no problem. It's, it's acceptable. We're in the midst of, in the period of tonguing. Uh, Millstone Hospital. And when we got to Millstone Hospital, first of all, came to meet us there. We were there till, from uh, uh, 9 or so till 4 a.m. They did all things. They said, Heart is okay, kidney is okay, liver is okay, this is okay. So, but what caused the problem? When everything is okay, give her bed by 4 a.m. Send her to the, after they ruled out stroke, they now said, okay, you have to go to the consultant. Consultant came here to begin his history. This is okay, that is okay, this is okay, the other is okay, all that is okay. We didn't sleep. But you know something in the afternoon, in that place I saw, because as she was here, that we were saying there is a problem. The one beside us, ah, ah, and she had been doing that for days. She did it until we left there. She would be vomiting. Anything, she was not eating, you know, because they are not feeding her, they are giving her this bottle stuff. Ah, ah. The one opposite us, while we were, while we were talking, she had to just pass physics. The whole place was smelling. I was saying that this is what my doctors and nurses are going through. I need to come here for me to really know it. I'm saying that if you are a doctor or nurse or a policeman or a soldier in the church, and the time we are praying you are, not, you are in your work, you have not sinned. If you are, you know, a, a fire brigade or your job is such that during time of prayer you are in the work, you have not seen. But at the hour of prayer, wherever you are, you must connect your spirit with the church. However, a good news in that hospital, when the time of lunch came, the whole atmosphere changed. So, and uh, when they gave my wife food, my wife and I were eat together. So we don't separate our table. I had to help her. Because somebody who is sick can only eat but a few. And the person who is the mate has to help her, help mate, help feed. And I finished the food. And then when, he, when, when the consultant came, I told the consultant, I said, Hey, excuse me, Mr. Consultant. I said, I didn't know that you people in this hospital, your food is so delicious. I said as you are discharging my wife, I'm taking over. Because I want to come and be eating this, your... <laughs> oh my! You guys are, you are serving delicious food in the hospital. Ah, it's a good thing. Somebody goes, another one, this bed, bed, another one, take it. But my own is not, I'm sick. I want to eat their food. <laughs> my, oh my. Now listen to me. So if you are working and such work, 
is a walk that will take the time of fellowship. What do you do? When you have walk, you connect your spirit with the fellowship. But when you are free, you come to fellowship. Do you know when we die and get to heaven? It's fellowship forever. Amen? But for the act, why should you do it? Why should you be involved? Do you know something? If on that day, on the first night, mommy was not here under the covering, and the enemy had targeted to destroy her and kill her on Monday, because what happened to her is enough to take her life instantly. And then the following day, they say that, oh, she was with us yesterday, but she's dead. You will discover that on Tuesday she was not in the meeting, and on Monday she was not in the meeting. But we kept this away from everybody because we don't want anyone to panic. She had never been sick in this church. This is 30 years of graduate tabernacle. How are we together now? But over the period of the last week, we overused our body. You will remember I told you that my body was erect on Sunday night. But God gave his strength. Okay? Now, if she was not under that covering, who knows what would have happened? Uh, Pastor was reading from the book of Samuel. Uh, Pastor Ben. That's what I just read to them in New Cross now. You know, when Samuel said, when, when the Israelites said that they don't want the king anymore, God said that you have offended me. However, he told Samuel, choose king for them. And then, how he told Samuel to choose king for them, the story went further that, that um, God allowed the donkey to get lost because he wanted to reveal the king. But understand, when the donkey got lost, they said, at the time, the, the, the messenger of Samuel said, Is there no man of God in this city? Is there no man of God in this city? Oh, he said, There is a man of God. Why would they say, Is there no man of God in this city? Because if you are under a true messenger of heaven, why should you struggle for nothing? God gave gifts. Look, when, when the issue happened with mommy, I called Dr. Jonjo. He's a medical doctor. He has his practice. He, has, he works in the general practice. He had, he had called us before and said to mommy that, look, let, come over to my hospital. And they, they, went, they treated mommy. Checked her x-ray stuff and said, okay, give it to your GP. We called him because he has the grace. That is his area of, 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 of knowledge. Okay? So why should I be going to emergency? I drive my wife to the hospital. They won't answer me. Because she doesn't look like she's dying. Are we together? And you know our NHS, we, we, you need intercession for British NHS. Okay? Because if you, are, if you don't, if you call 999, if you don't say to them that he's dying, he's dying, he's dying, or blood, 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 they won't come. Are we together now? Though the person may be dying. On, on Monday, on Monday, I was I, I went to attend a wedding. But that morning somebody died who was supposed to be in that wedding. You know what killed him? He had heart attack. But he did not know his heart attack. That in the morning. He died overnight. In the morning of the previous day. He he just said, Oh, I I have this pain, but I can handle it. Then, in the afternoon, the pain continued. When the pain continued, the mother is a nurse. The mother said, call the ambulance from the beginning. He said, can I handle it? 
Now when he will call the ambulance, he called the ambulance. The man now said to the wife, I'm dying. Tell the tell ambulance to come. When you call ambulance, they're asking questions. Uh, when did he sleep yesterday? What clothes is he wearing? What drink did he drink? They were asking, the man said, tell them not question, they should come, I'm dying. They have questioned him for about 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Uh, late question hard, the why? So when the man now, the woman now said, that my husband is dying, my husband is dying. That is 30 minutes thereafter. Four ambulances started rushing to the place. He was dead before they got there. This Monday. He's, a, he's a, you know, a member of a friend of this house. He was dead. So what I'm saying to you is that if we have issues, and we know the grace in the church, and we use it. If I have an issue about law, you come to me about law, I look at your case and say, okay, this is the, the right person to handle it. I direct you to the right person and expert in that. Why would you not use me too in the grace God has given me? If there is a man of God over you, you need not struggle for nothing. You need not struggle. If you struggle, it's your choice. So they said, is there no man of God in this city? Said, oh yeah, there's one. And they went to him. But you see what happened is this. God had revealed Saul to Samuel. A day before, God had revealed. So, the authority that men of God carry, or women of God carry, I'm talking about people who are true messengers of God, and they define it. They said his word does not fall to the ground. To know a man of God, he speaks, and it will not, it will not fall to It will happen as he has said. Then you know that person is of God. But one who speaks and is a chatterbox, nothing happened, then who, who is a man of himself. But the man of God, God had revealed to him. So when he got there, he just said, Unto who had the desire of Israel be? It's unto you. And his word installed king. The word of a man of God installed king. If you look at Saul, <clears throat> from chapter 7 on to, to 9 then, if you look at Saul, you will find out that Saul was a pessimist. Very pessimistic man. He was, he was hiding in the dustbin when they are looking for him to install him as a king. But the moment the man of God proclaimed him as king, something different happened. When he left the man of God, God changed his heart straight away. Straight away, God changed his heart. I'm talking about reason why you don't miss fellowship. You don't know when God will move. You don't know when the arm of God will be revealed. You don't know when God will attend to the cry of your heart. You don't know when God will come with prophetic into you. But when you miss it, God. And I'll help you understand. If I'm not there, but I have another assignment, maybe I travel or I'm somewhere, my heart will be connected to what is happening at home. And you are part of it. But not to sit down at home and take my life very easy. Oh, life is not so hard. Uh, When I went to the hospital, I knew life is hard. I think I will sit down one day, all of us will sit down, and call all the doctors in this house to be telling us what they saw. What is he daily? Listen to me. Your life today is according to your input to your life some years back. What you are doing to your life now determines what will happen to you in years to come. We repented last week. Finished. So all parts have been forgiven. 
But now that we are in a new era, come on now. Let us serve God with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul. Let us love Jesus, truly love Him. Love Him more than anything. That is the premise of the Holy Spirit. I would gather now. Let me give you one thing that happened to them when they attended temple daily. Look at chapter 3. They attended temple daily. Look at what happened in chapter 3. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at 3 in the afternoon, as usual. So what happened? Now a man crippled from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. Then when he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I have I give to you. And what do they have? Shall we live together? Come on now. Have you got it? Come on, I can't hear you. Have you got it? What they have, you have too. How many people here don't have the name of Jesus? Okay, if you got it now, let's say the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Say it again, in the name of Jesus. Say it again, in the name of Jesus. Say again, in the name of Jesus. Come on now. When you, when you say in the name of Jesus, a petition line is open between you and the heart of the Father. Now what you say thereafter in faith, come on now. Speedily come to pass. It come to pass. We have been giving you money all this time, but now we got the Holy Ghost. And we know that it's not money you need. Because our money had not changed your circumstance. Say, we have been giving you money but today. Listen to us. Every day they went to the temple. One day they went. And the news changed. Your news will change this month. It will change. Look at what it said thereafter. It says, taking him by the hand, right hand, he held him up. And instantly the man's feet was what an ankle became strong. Then what happened? He jumped to his feet and began to what? Work. Then he went with them into the temple. I say, in the name of Jesus, everything the devil has paralyzed in you start begin to walk. You will jump on your feet and go higher than the high that you ever imagined. There is power in the name of Jesus. But there is power in fellowship. When we come together, we are a mighty army. I learn from you when I hear you pray. You learn from me when you hear me pray. Both of us develop together. That is one of the grace of praying together. If child will pray, you learn from her the prayer of that child. It doesn't matter how anointed you think you are. 
When you hear other people pray, Holy Ghost will pray through them different to what you pray through you. You learn from them. A new wave of the Holy Spirit. This is how we grow and develop. This is how we enter into power from power to power. But then, if you withdraw from the gathering of the saints, come on now, come on now, come on now. Don't you understand? When you work with prophets, you rob the prophetic. You work with apostles, you rob the apostolic. You work with a man of faith, we soon become a man of faith. But if you have no company that you associate with, you are a lone tree trying to make a forest. Look at it. When this happened, go to verse 16, please. Look, let me read from verse 9, and then I go to verse 16. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gates called beautiful and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him do you know what the Holy Spirit told me now you know you are not that beggar you are Peter you by the grace of God upon you your grace of the grace of God upon you will make a lame walk it will make a blind see it will turn the life of somebody around somebody that Satan has useless through you God will bring them back to life and people will see them they will not believe what they are seeing anymore you will be the repair of old bridges that are devastated that is the word of the Lord for you this is not a beggar church we are king-making church. Look at what happened here. People were amazed. After the Holy Ghost Convention, your manifestation will amaze mankind. But when they were amazed, what happened in verse 16? Shall we read it together? Asking what happened in this, what happened, what did Peter say? This is, this is the reply of Peter. People were amazed. At, how, how can you perform this miracle? I mean, I mean, we know of Jesus Christ, but who are you people? How, how can you understand? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. That's the first thing. To prayer, to fellowship, to breaking of bread. They attended temple daily. You know, if you attend this church, you know we, we do communion in this church. If I say we do communion and you are not there, where were you? We do communion here. Don't you understand? Communion is a command of Jesus Christ for those who will enter heaven. He said, remember it. Do this. Jesus didn't tell us to meet on Sunday. He said we should meet daily. But he said this one, do it in remembrance of me. Communion. Communion. He said because when I come back again, I will have a communion service with all my sins. And he said to them, this is my last time of eating with you until I return to eat with you on the day of my return. Now, if a Christian does not eat communion, I wonder, no wonder you are eating on the dream. <laughs> I wonder what you are eating. You don't eat communion. You don't eat communion. I don't know what you are eating. I will together now. There is power in communion. It was by communion table my father was healed of migraine. 
My father used to have migraine because he used to afflict mankind with migraine. He used to afflict people with migraine when he was a witch doctor. He would just take the powder and people would start having migraine. Doctors would do everything they would feel until they bring them to his house because it is a demonic migraine. And then he will do his gymnastics and they will pay the dues to the devil and to the servants. And he will say, go, migraine is gone. That was what my father used to do. So when he got born again, he was afflicted with that migraine. That you have been using, sending us. Now it's your turn. My father, you know God is interesting. God wanted him to, to, to taste in the suffering of the people he made suffer. He had made to suffer. So one day, my father said, they said that this is the blood of Jesus, the wine. And he said to the pastor, after taking the wine he drank, he said, can you put the wine in my hand? The pastor said, no, they drink it. He said, yes, give me in my hand. The pastor said, what do you want to do with it? He said, you wait and see. You know, people serve devil when they get converted, their faith, you cannot change it. They don't play games with God. Prayer time, you cannot bargain it. In my house, prayer time, I am the bearing guy. We jingle bell. If I jingle bell and my brother and siblings, they didn't wake up, it is Cain that wake them up. My father said that when I served devil, it was tough. Now I'm serving the real God. It must be tougher. Mm-hmm. So my father took the wine and he put it in his nose. He said, he said in his heart, Jesus, this is your blood. Heal my migraine. And he sniffed it in his nose. Instantly, migraine vanished till he died. I'm talking about communion. Every third of the month, we do communion here. Victory night, first, second, third, we do communion. Listen, therefore, these people operated power because they obeyed the instruction of Jesus. Jesus said to them, if you love me, you will keep my instructions. Imagine yourself, every one of us here, examine yourself this way. The way I serve God, let everyone serve God that way. Will we have church? So if you know that the way you serve God, if it is mirrored to everybody, there wouldn't be church. Then, I think there is a need for rethinking. If you love me, Jesus said, how do I know those who love me? Keep my commandment. Finally, look at 1 Corinthians 14. Follow the way of love as one and eagerly desire spiritual gifts. So you discover that all is based on your love for God. You love God, you keep His commandment. You love God, then you get spiritual gifts. And it says, especially the gift of prophecy. And the next verse says, For anyone who speaks in tongues does not speak to men, but to God. Indeed, no one understands him, 
but he utters mysteries with his spirit. And that we stop at that. That the Bible says that if you speak in tongues, your spirit speaks directly to God. And we said, every Christian should. Because we are born of God. And the Bible says when we pray in tongues, our spirit speaks to God. So we spent five days praying. And people were baptized in the Holy Spirit among us. Then people who have been baptized in the Holy Spirit before, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they received new tongues. And so we started praying in tongues. Because if the Bible says when you pray in tongues, your spirit prays to God, then you should pray in tongues. But how can you pray in tongues? If you love me, you will keep my commandment and I will send you another comforter. You ask the Lord to baptize you with the Holy Spirit, but you must love God in your heart. If you stretch your hand of love towards God in your heart, and you ask Him, baptize with the Holy Spirit, I want it. He will give it to you. Holy Spirit is not one someone prays for uh, on your behalf. No, you ask God for it. You are a saint of God. Ask God for it and you will get it. But once you, you receive the gift of tongues, you are now distinct. You can speak to God directly that nobody will know it. Angels don't understand it. Demons don't understand it. And I leave you with this. What about when you are sick and you don't know how the sickness came? Pray in tongues until your sickness fly away. Pray in tongues will shear up the man inside you. If you are confronted with, with fear, start praying in tongues. You will discover your fear will vanish before you and faith will arise within you. If you are confronted with any mystery, pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. For the Bible says, He that starts speaking in tongues, build up himself. Alright? We may not be able to understand that fully. But however, we understand to build up somebody is to build up somebody. And when you pray in tongues, suddenly you enter into prophetic. Then you can make prophetic declaration, you can make confession of faith, you can make prophetic utterances, and the things you say will surely come to pass. Soak yourself in tongues. You cannot pray in tongues and be feeling tired or weary. And this is the assignment that we stop at. So let's stand up together. I want us to lift up our voice. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. You thank God for the Holy Spirit. Oh, Father God, thank God for the Holy Spirit of God. Father, we bless and magnify your holy name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh, sovereign Lord. Blessed be your name, God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth. He says He will remind you everything. He will teach you all things. The Spirit of Grace, our Counselor, our Revelator, we bless your holy name. Lift up your voice and thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. 
Thank God for the Holy Spirit. When you pray, you pray with your heart, remember. When you sing, you sing with your heart. When you pray, you expect. Mara de bosi pralendro sikerende. Oh, sovereign Lord, we worship and bless your holy name. Me pralegro distalamangra di bosonda heria. Lord, we worship you. We glorify thee, O God. Blessed be your holy name, King of heaven. Lord, we magnify thee, O King of heaven. He says, when I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. Begin to pray in a new tongue now. Begin to pray in a new tongue now. You are entering another week. It is a great week for you. A week that is pregnant of God's manifestation. Pray yourself into your new week. Yere yere kimalero de mosira marino karia. Scandra la masaka katambra de bosi. Lord, we worship you. We worship you, O God. Bregu bralendro si braleman de sa. Yeke te kerede kosi karra mama brakata la mama bumbara la maire yande kosi. Reke te kerele boski prala marulukonde le bosi bramakata. Me balero kotombe le kurra kabambro de bosi katante. If I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. He that prays in tongues, prays by his spirit unto God. He utters mystery. Ma palere de su commande. Oricra le grata le mongra le kende. Je recusa pra le gora mendo. Holy Spirit of God, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Gandara la bosca rana basta. Ya palerote se que le le bosque pra la marande doria. Reblondes que le bombra le mosondre quista la mande. You tell the Lord about time with your Holy Spirit. Jesus about time with your Holy Spirit. Jesus about time with your Holy Spirit. Jesus about time with the Holy Spirit. Ask him from your heart and you get it. Ask Jesus to baptize you. Matra katan recondre kreske bronde bonda. Holy Spirit is in this house. Ya pale de donde se le bosque. Me rekele gronde se le bosque. Ramaradi baramaradida. Rapa grakatale grotu mosi. Rakatale go. Ye brekele konda se le bosque. Remoria marande basa. Lift up your voice and worship him. Me rekete le guska ramasande. Braka le bomboska. Ne grakoske le bos ramande. Ebra kata. Me proke blonde se you pray into your new week. Enter into the mystery of the week. Father, we pray that we pray that we pray that we pray that we pray thee. By your spirit, O God. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. I have just two prayer points for you. You know, whenever God blesses, the first agent you expect is the devil. When Jesus Christ was driven by the Spirit into, into the wilderness, all right, after communicating with Father for 40 days and 49, who was the first guest? Satan came. Satan came. So when people have been impacted and empowered, they must be tested by the devil. I will together now. 
When you were reading the book of Samuel, because in this church I give you what to read every day, and the book of Samuel, that um, first commandment that we just finished, it says in chapter 7, verse 10, when Samuel, after, after the, the kingdom of Eli came to an end, the priesthood of Eli came to an end, and Samuel resumed, okay, you will expect that the first thing he will, he will, he will expect is the angels. But the Bible says no. Chapter 7, 10, it says, While Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering to the Lord, the Philistines drew near to engage Israel in battle. They heard that power has changed hands. Let us test that power. They heard that somebody had been commissioned by heaven. Let us prove him. And so they attacked. He did not know when they attacked. I will together now. But if you look at what happened, therefore, it says, But that day, this day I will say, What happened? The Lord thunder with loud thunder against who? And did what? Aha. Uh-huh. Listen to me. Your God will go out on your behalf. He will thunder among the enemies. We are going to pray and say to the Lord, Lord God, you have promised us good thing for September. Look, my own good thing, Satan wanted to spoil it, but God thundered. When I was bringing my wife from hospital on Thursday, yes, I received the good news. My own good news came. Our request that we, we had for, you know, for second thought, we put the request here, isn't it? Okay. My own good news was that I went to do my, my, my uh, final part of Mr. of Arbitrators for my fellow. It's in two parts. The theory part. And they said that if you fail this, no receipt. When we went to the, to the exam, I told those who were close to me, when we got to the exam, the question they were asking was strange. <clears throat> we have gone to cram all legal definitions. Okay? The procedure, how to set up a court, arbitration court, you know, procedure on, you know, how to see weaknesses, expert witnesses, what to look for. We read about reasoning, we read about critical thinking. So our brain was full of big, big theory. When we got there, they, they asked us simple things. Because we are going to write a word. They asked us like one of the parts. Full stop, comma, apostrophe, colon, semicolon. What are these and what are they useful? Yeah, because in judgment, when you write judgment of a case, if you put comma at the wrong place, it may change the meaning of the judgment. You get me now? If you put apostrophe instead of semicolon, it will change the meaning of judgment. Because lawyers, they are straight people. Only God will deliver them. You, you mean something and you write what you mean down. Lawyer will tell you and the court will tell you that though this is what you have written. However, then you are in big trouble. When the judge says that, well, we recognize what you have said or what you have written. But however, the context of your statement is, it is something you didn't bargain for. So when we came out of the place, the people came to me and said, hey, I have failed. That's the end of arbitration for me. The other one said that I have failed. That's the end of arbitration for me. They sent me to follow through. I said I did not fail. (laughs) 
Because as a man thinketh in his heart. And who knows? The failure may be because they said it. I said to them, I am pastor by the grace of the living God. When we were coming from the hospital, I just had ground my telephone, all this your messenger stuff. I looked at the email. We are happy to see that you are, we congratulate you and stuff, 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 stuff. You are passed. I said, my chains are what? Broken. Chains are broken. God said every, every day of September, you will have good news. It is your turn to have good news. Within Monday and today, if there are some testimonies that have come to me, they are mind-blowing. So I can't say them on the pulpit. What has happened in the lives of members of this church? So when they came to me and told me their own, from Thursday I took God my own. I would get it now. What God said about you, no power will hinder it. God said here that the Philistines decided to go and attack the blessing. But God arose and thunder. You are going to pray, Father, every gathering of the enemy against my life, against this church, thunder and destroy them. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Arise on our behalf and thunder among the enemies. Throw them into confusion. Throw them into confusion. Our God, fight our battle for us. Every coalition of Satan, every gathering of the of the money forces or people against us in this month of September, our God and King arise. We are people gathered against us and we are not aware of it. You are the God who sees everything. Arise, 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 and thunder. Arise, 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 and thunder among your people. Thunder among your people, oh God. Tell the Lord to thunder on your behalf. Throw our enemies into confusion and panic. Throw our enemies into confusion and panic. Father, destroy the coalition of Satan. The Bible says, gather ye distant land and be scattered. Let every gathering against Christ with our knuckle be scattered. Let every gathering against our members be shattered. The counsel of Satan come to naught in the name of Jesus. Necromancers, will you come to naught over us in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Bravo Bosa. Begin to declare, the will of God for me shall come to pass. Isaiah 14, 24. He said, the Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it shall stand. The will of heaven for me shall come to pass. The will of God for me shall come to pass. Satan will chase you out of every house. Will destroy your weapon over every life. Thank you, God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. The second prayer, which is yours now, we pray for you then. It says, Then the men of Israel rushed out at Mizpah and pursued the Philistines, slaughtering them along the way to a point below Bethka. Look at verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone 
and set it up between Mizpah and then and Shen. He named it what? What is the name of this building? That is where God gave it to me. I think in this one I will help you know. This is a place of solution. It's a place of rest. When God fought battle and won battle for his people, the people of God had rest. We have been fighting before. Now is our time to rest. In Ebenezer, you don't fight. God does the battle for you. He says, thus far has the Lord helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and did not invade Israel territory anymore. You have come to the month of rest. You are going to pray this prayer and tell the Lord, I have come. We have come to our Ebenezer. Father, from today, we rest in you. And then you begin to speak into failures. Hear the word of the Lord. Everyone who has failed examine this church, they shall fail no more. Everyone who has died miscarried in this church, they shall have it no more. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. It says, and the enemy rested, relented from attacking them. It is God who can do it. God can terrify your enemies so much that they will be afraid to attack you. We have come to our Ebenezer, oh God. Father, we decree, those who have failed examination before this month, they shall fail no more. Those who have failed ever before today, they shall fail no more. Those who have lost money in investment, they shall lose no more. We declare that this month shall be the month of restoration. God will replenish them in their finances. Holy Ghost will do examination for members of CFT. Anywhere you stretch your hand to, there shall be way for you. The Lord will go before Christ the tabernacle. He will open double doors. The angel of the Lord shall be ahead of us in all our journeys to destroy the paths of Satan. We have come to Ebenezer. 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 Sandalamashka We command for CFT globally. From India to Africa, you have come to your Ebenezer. To your balm of Gilead, Satan will withdraw from you. Your Philistines shall withdraw from you because of the terror of God. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, Rikarabasito Babupa Thank you, King of Heaven. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Let me bless you. But God told me this to tell you. God said to me, tell them. Of all the, the regulations or instructions God gave man to do, which one profit God? Nothing. 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 When you and I obey God, it doesn't profit God. It profits us. God has enough angels, more than the number of human beings that have ever lived since creation in heaven, who are worshipping him day and night. Okay? So if you worship him, or I worship him, it only helps me. It helps you. It doesn't help God. Everything God said to us, don't do, don't do, don't do, don't do. People who did those things, they live to regret it. 
Okay? And God does not want any regret anymore among you. Nothing moved God. Someone said that, I will not serve God anymore. Those who serve Him are too many even. It's just that God is not man. If God is man, He will have cut down the number of people who will serve Him. He will not reach you. <laughs> no, He won't reach you. He can command animals to open their mouth and they begin to speak like human beings. He did that before. Are we together now? So God is not a God that someone can just think that, you know, God didn't answer me. He didn't answer you before because He didn't answer Him. But now, He will answer you because you have turned to Him. God is the only one who never says to you when you turn to Him that at least you have been calling you, you didn't come. No, once you come, He carries on with you. He is a loving Father. I would get now. But God told me to tell you this. Everything I told you to do, tell me which one affects me in heaven. Nothing. He said, I've given you these rules so that you may live happy or not. Because as a father, he wants all of us to be happy. He wants us to be victorious. A man will call on God in crisis, but the God that he serves. If your service to God is wayward, when Satan helm up with you, the day of evil come, you will be afraid, afraid to call on God because it will come to your mind that you have not served him well. Am I telling the truth? But those who have served their God can say to God, look at my record before you like Ezekiah did. Say, look at my record. A man telling God, I have a record before you that I have served you. No wonder. Before the prophet got to the door, God said, go and tell him that the news of death I sent, I change it to the news of life. Are we together? That is what will be your portion from today. You will serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. According to the word of the Lord, I speak unto you. God has said to Christ with Tabernacle in this month of September, He said, Every day there shall be testimony. I declare the name of the Lord. Every day we bring forth a testimony to your life. There are things you have laid before God. Before the altar, before the temple of God, I declare and declare that before the end of this month, you will be numbered among those who will testify. Some good things that you have been chasing, working over for, for months, some for years, and they have avoided you. I call them to manifestation. Before the end of September, the angels of God will bring them to you. Double doors shall be opened unto you. Favor shall be given unto you. Success shall be yours in the name of Jesus. Glory shall be yours in the name of Jesus. Victory shall be yours in the name of Jesus. You will not be defeated by the enemy. The power of God that dispatched enemy and destroyed them rests upon you. The marking of a king come over you. You will succeed and prosper in everything that you lay your hands to do. The Holy Spirit will guide your steps. He will guide your heart. He will guide your thinking. And He will guide what you lay your hands upon. Never will you lay hands upon something and regret it. It shall not be so for you any longer. In success, the Lord shall make you successful. Those of you who are studying the wisdom of, Dan, of Solomon, receive in the name of Jesus. The knowledge of Daniel, receive in the name of Jesus. Understanding like a sheep from heaven descend upon everyone in this house. It is written, it is the Lord thy God who turned your hands for war and fingers for battle. I say, every battle that will rise against you in your life, Holy Ghost will turn your hands. He will never allow you to be defeated. Because that scripture says, throughout Samuel's lifetime, the hand of the Lord was against the Philistines. 
having said, thus far has the Lord helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and do not invade and did not invade Israel territory anymore. I say your Philistines that have been subdued today, they will never be able to invade you anymore. The sickness that God had destroyed over your life today, it will never invade you anymore. The failure that God had destroyed over your life today, they will not come near you anymore. He says throughout the lifetime of Samuel, he says the hand of the Lord was against Philistine. I say as long as I live and in the presence of the God that I serve, no member of CFT shall be defeated by war. No member of CFT shall go into tribute from Satan. No member of CFT shall be taken again as slave of the devil. As long as I live before you, O King of Heaven, in the presence of whom I serve, no more shall it happen that the enemy defeated a member of this house. No more will untimely death take a member of this house. No more will Satan be victorious over a member of this house. No more will Satan be able to take away the mind of somebody in this house. No more will that be able to take away the heart of somebody in this house. No more will that be able to hinder anyone of good health in this house. No more will Satan be able to destroy the wealth of anybody in this house. I say you will go from hell to hell. You will go from strength to strength. You will go from victory to victory. You will go from blessing to blessing. The glory of heaven will surround you. The glory of his presence will surround you. The angel of the Lord will go before you all the days of your life. You will escape every evil day. In the tribulation coming upon England, you will not tribulate. It is in the midst of it that you will arise. The Lord will lift up your head high. In the name of Jesus Christ, I command, according to the word of the living God, the covenant that Jesus made with me when he sent me, the covenant that God made with me when he formed me in my mother's womb, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. In one of my encounters, I was taken to the presence of the Father, where the Father picked me up with a finger and raised me up from the earth and put me on his chest and said to me, Say after me, I have lifted you above all your enemies and their powers will never be able to hurt you anymore. Father, I call that day that I had that encounter, I call that day to your presence. In the presence of he who lives forever and ever, as you are the God who does whatever you will, and by your will you made a covenant with me, that the powers of enemies will not overcome me. Father, everyone under my voice in heaven on earth, everyone you have brought into my loins on earth, I say, that covenant is theirs. The God who appeared unto me, he will keep the covenant with you. The powers of your enemy will never be able to touch you. Your enemy will never laugh at you. Be hard to serve God and love God. Receive in the name of Jesus. The zeal to love the Lord and be lost in God. Receive in the name of Jesus. I command a new heart from heaven. As God changed the heart of Saul, I decree, as you leave my presence today, and those of you watching me online, as, you, as I finish this prayer, the Lord God Almighty will change your heart. He will give you a new heart. He will give you a heart that will fulfill the prophecy I have spoken. For you it shall be pleasure forevermore. For you it shall be testimony every day of your life. 
People will see your life and see that it is good to serve God. So shall it be and so it is. If anybody is under my voice who have come for the first time, you don't know Jesus, receive him in the name of Jesus Christ. I say the door of your heart is broken open. The Holy Spirit convicts you of sin and judgment and righteousness by the power of the risen Lord. Come into the palace of your God. The spirit of repentance rests upon you. Father, I thank you because it is done. I decree this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So shall it be and so it is. In Jesus' anointed name. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Put your hands together.